0: Loitering with intent. Series three. Program, 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 program. program. Twelve. So, there's this celebrity, you've probably heard of them. They're famous for all sorts of home and DIY related stuff. And they've been on TV and books and all that. And then they went to jail because that's what happens. Anyway, up to now, you've had no interest in this person at all, and you didn't even bother piling on when they went to jail. Which, in hindsight, looks pretty good because now it's not entirely clear that they were treated fairly. But today, by some weird coincidence, they've popped back into your consciousness on account of their sight turning up in the results of a search you were doing related to crossbreeds of poodle. So, now you're thinking, well, let's go look at their site, because you're older now and maybe there will be some stuff there that would interest you, seeing as you're all older and all that. And really, it's not a bad site, not a great site, but not terrible, and you could see yourself maybe spending more time nosing around there getting some ideas, but it does have this over-reliance on that slideshow-type presentation that you really dislike, but maybe you can get past that. What was that? I don't know. Not that you were doing anything in particular that reminded you of it, or otherwise made you think of it, but this morning it occurred to you that it has been quite some time, weeks even, since you've consumed any beer, wine, or spirits. While you have been through periods where you made a conscious effort at quote-unquote sobriety, the last one was quite a long time ago, and at any rate this latest stretch was not the result of any conscious effort. When you do drink, it's for one of three reasons. One, when you're with other people who are drinking and you're thus partaking of what you would like to think of as, quote unquote, conviviality. Two, when you are presented with beverages that are in some way, quote unquote, crafted, either in the form of a cocktail that someone has concocted or the base beverage itself, which comes from a source that is not mass produced. And three, when you want to get your buzz on. During the pandemic, you have gone pretty much nowhere and seen nobody, so that eliminates the first reason. As for the second, you have occasionally sought out beer, wine, and spirits from certain sources about which you have heard good things. And as for the third, well, it occurs to you that you haven't really wanted to get your buzz on, on account of having been occupied with other things. You pause to consider what you've been occupied with, and it's not hard to come up with a short list of what you would consider to be your main activities, and it's all pretty run-of-the-mill stuff. And you write off your recent bout of sobriety to mere chance, with no particular subtext about wanting to keep a clear head about doing important things. Keep calm. Take shelter in basement. Take shelter in basement. Do not you're walking down your hallway coming back from having taken out the trash and you pull out your keys and you just happen to be passing by that door behind which is that dog this is a crazy noisy dog that sadly is probably pretty lonely during the day because it's people go out to their jobs or whatever it is they do during the day however you are not one to let sentimentality get in the way of an opportunity to sample some noise to use in some audio thing so you slow down and start to pull out your phone but then you realize that you don't know for a fact that no people are at home. And what if someone is home and they actually get up to see what's in the hallway setting off the dog? That could be pretty awkward. Them opening the door and seeing you standing there holding up your phone to their door. So, you think better of it and head back to your place. Come on, man. We've got one in here. Come on. You're talking with someone the other day about something or other, and at one point they make a general statement about people, three words in total, the last of these being a rude word for feces. To be honest, you're not inclined to disagree with them on this point, but the statement strikes you as being both rather commonplace and a bit too much on the nose. Ideally, with opinions, you think it far more clever and interesting to have people arrive at a conclusion about what you think without you having to say so in so many words. But achieving this requires a bit of work, a bit of forethought, and perhaps a bit of wordplay. And frankly, who has time for all of that? And that's just on the speaker's side. Think of all the work required of a listener to pay close attention to all those words, think about them, and then arrive at a conclusion. Really, you shouldn't be so demanding. Sometimes you'll be making something and it'll just be a matter of making the thing and nothing special in particular will happen, and then you'll be done and the thing will be made. Sometimes you'll be making something and at first it'll just be a matter of making the thing and nothing special in particular will be happening, and you'll think that you're just on your way to being done and the thing will be on its way to being made, but then, out of the blue, you'll have an idea. And this idea might be something really small, and it will make a nice little add-on to the thing itself, and the thing will be just slightly different from what you expected it would be. Or the idea might be huge, it might turn the thing completely upside down, it might turn your process for making the thing upside down, or it might even turn you upside down. That's how huge it could be. And really, isn't that so much more satisfying than likes or listens or whatever it is that's used to measure audience attention? Make the thing for the enjoyment of making the thing and for sure